deliberation on the ultimate reality culminating in intuitive experience by shri db ganguly in this book we have seen already 10 sessions or 11 sessions today is the 12th session om shri gurubhyo namah hari hi om shri ganeshaya namah ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಅಜಾತಿವಾದ ಆರ್ ದಿ ಥಿಯರಿ ಆಫ್ ನಾನ್ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಸೊಲ್ಯೂಷನ್ಸ್ ಪರ್ಟೇನಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಯುನಿಟರಿ ನಾನ್ ಡುವಲ್ ಇಂಟ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಇನ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ದೇರ್ ಈಸ್ ಒನ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಟೈಪ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೈವೇದಂ ಸರ್ವಂ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಆಲ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಈಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಎಲೋನ್ There is another teaching of the type Ayam Atma Brahma Tattvamasi Meaning this our Atman is Brahman alone That thou are Thus there is a twofold teaching in the Vedantic texts As regards these teachings The aspirants may sometimes get into doubts Get to get two doubts The doubt regarding the first teaching may be of the type When the world is being actually perceived can it be reasonably said that all that exists here is brahman alone if it is stated that if we recognize that we are atman both ajnana ignorance and ashanti mental disquiet will disappear and we feel that our life's purpose is fulfilled it means undoubtedly that in order to know in that manner the deliberation that one has to carry out or any spiritual practice that has to be undergone the disquietude disquietude of the mind or ashanti uh, which has to be got rid of and finally the liberation of the essence of peace that has to be attained all these are at least to be acknowledged to be true is it not if these are accepted as real then how can the vedantic philosophical teaching of advaita that is non duality as the ultimate reality can come into picture at all this is the objection that is raised with regard to the second teaching we should not think that this objection is raised by the dualists dwaitins therefore we have to give some kind of an answer to satisfy those disputants that is all this anomalous doubt may arise in the minds of all aspirants in general irrespective of the fact that they belong to the school of dualism or of non dualism hence it is in the fitness of things that such a rational doubt perforce has to be answered satisfactorily and a rational solution found out suppose that a person suffering from an unknown disease has gone to a hospital to get rid of the disease if the doctor at the hospital tries to appease the patient saying you do not suffer from any disease whatsoever there is no need for you to take any medicine of or treatment i am not a doctor at all nor is this a hospital how ridiculous it would be quite analogous to that example the consolation or words of solace that the adepts in advaita vedanta philosophy proffer to the true seekers of emancipation mumukshus would be as ridiculous and foolhardy the solution does not lie in merely quoting the scriptural sentences as examples in the manner in the scriptures by statements like nantah prajnam prajnam na bahi prajnam the three states of consciousness existing have been refuted by statements like indro maya bihi 
Pururopaiyate. These scriptures are propounding that one, uh, that true one Ishwara, that is Lord Creator, existing in different forms, is itself a misconception. By virtue of statements like Tattvamasi, Aham Brahma, Asmi, etc., the scriptures are propounding that the unity or oneness of the Jiva and Ishwara is taught. For mere dogmatic statements do not convince a rational or intellectual being. In fact, the sceptics or agnostic disputants may raise objections of the type. How is it known that the scriptures have one purport or goal in teaching Advaita, that is non-dualism, to which the ultimate reality is unitary, non-dual alone? Instead, having determined in the manner that since Advaita, that is non-duality, which is opposed to the empirical valid means of Pratyaksha Pramana, perceptual knowledge or experience. It is not acceptable to the scriptures. Why not we conceive for such scriptural statements uh, mentioned above a different meaning so as to be in conformity with the empirical reason and perceptual knowledge. In order to meet the, such challenges and solve objections that may be raised by even religious intellectuals, we have so far elucidated the methodology of Vedantic deliberation, the method of interpreting the scriptural statements, the traditional method of teaching called Agama and finally the intuitive reasoning or Tarka, Anubhavanusari Tarka that are implicit in the scriptural texts as soon their essential nature and the fact as to how far they are in all they are all in conformity with the universal intuition experience. To it, the unitary, plenary, absolute being consciousness, bliss of Atman, the innermost self of all, and how they can all be convincingly reconciled by taking recourse to one's own intuition experience. All these aspects have been discussed threadbare. An attempt has also been made judiciously to bring home the concept that Advaita Vedanta philosophy is not, is not so ridiculous a science as some people have made it out or understood. Because of the reason that it is a highly developed philosophical or spiritual science par excellence, very much in conformity with the universal comprehensive intuitive experience of every human being in general and every sincere sadhaka, that is spiritual seeker in particular, it is to be put to a practical test and should be made a way of life if at all one is sincere and serious. And merely raising objections based on kutarka, that is, futile exercises in logical disputations, will not be reasonable for uh, or proper. Many seers and sages belonging to ancient, medieval, and modern times have watched uh, unequivocally for the intricacy of the truth that. Uh, for the veracity of the truth that if the ultimate reality of this Vedanta philosophical science, spiritual science is intuited, intuited or cognized, one gets or retains eternal, con consummate peace, solace, nay immortality here and now in this very life. Now, this same conclusion or judgment can also be arrived at from another viewpoint that, and we will uh, henceforth make an attempt to explain that fact to the extent possible in this small treatise. So, this is the one. Next, the delusory dream called Avasthatraya, the three states of consciousness. Anadimaya supto yadaji prabudhyate. 
ಆಜಾಮನಿದ್ರಮಸ್ವಪ್ನಮದ್ವೈತಂಬುಧ್ಯತೆ ತದಾ ದಿ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಕಾರಿಕಾ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬಿನ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಸ್ಟೇಟೆಡ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದ ತ್ರೀ ವಿನಾಮಿನ ಆಫ್ ವೇಕಿಂಗ್ ಡ್ರೀಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡೀಪ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅಕರ್ಡ್ ಆರ್ ಆರ್ ಅಕರಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಎ ಡೆಲಿವರಿ ಡ್ರೀಮ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎ ರಿಯಲ್ ಡ್ರೀಮ್ ದೋ ನಾಟ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಅಕ್ಕರಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಎ ಡ್ರೀಮ್ ವಿಚ್ ಅಪಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ಇಫ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅಕ್ಕರಿಂಗ್ If we dwell, uh, delve deep into these experiences of the three states and deliberate intuitively taking recourse to or the standpoint of the Sakshi Chaitanya, the witnessing consciousness upon them, then everyone can recognize th- uh, that none of these three states of consciousness is in truth by uh, my essential nature of being. I am birthless, I am sleepless and I am dreamless and realizing this truth born out of this new uh, found plenary experience we can wake up so to speak from this delusory dream indeed to attain the fulfillment of this our uh, life's prime purpose this truth has been that is uh, this truth also we have discerned because of the reason that in truth neither the waking nor the mind and uh the senses is it which appear or manifest therein do not do exist at all if we through concerted efforts control the mind so that neither does it conceive of or imagine external objects nor does it stand still or fall back into deep sleep then we can surely establish ourselves in our really or absolutely real and essential nature of uh, pure being consciousness bliss of atman alone it does not um, mean from this that we become of the essential nature of non dual brahman the ultimate reality a fresh or a new but even now or for that matter ever we are of the essence of non duality as described in the scriptural statement ajama nidram swapnam meaning devoid of birth of deep sleep and of dream <clears throat> for that reason alone when we perform this kind of vastu tantra sadhana that is a spiritual practice of intuitive introspection or contemplation it appears as if we have attained a fresh this our eternal non dual essence of pure being consciousness bliss really speaking it accrues to us since it was already there but we turned all our attention or cognitive faculty intuition in a concentrated manner towards this pure consciousness which is ever our substratum of being otherwise uh, had it been that there were uh, we were not of the essential nature of non dual self that is pure being consciousness bliss then in that case there would have arisen a serious doubt or objection of the type how could they uh, like uh, otherwise it has been like uh, how could a thing which is not really existing at all be attained or acquired by whatever kind of spiritual practice or human effort for that matter secondly how could that thing acquired afresh as a fruit or resultant effect of a cause be said to be eternal or everlasting shashwata at all so these are the things
ఐ థింక్ నెక్స్ట్ టాపిక్ ఐడెంటిఫై ఆర్ ఐడెంటిటీ ఇన్ ఆల్ రెస్పెక్ట్స్ బిట్వీన్ వేకింగ్ అండ్ డ్రీమ్ ఇన్ ద నెక్స్ట్ సెషన్ లెటస్సి సో దిస్ వీల్ ఎండ్ హియర్ హరే రామ బ్రహ్మార్పణమస్తు లోకాస్తమస్తా సుఖినోభవంతు ఓం దక్ష దక్